What up, ding dongs? It's side talk. He's never. He's gonna do it, Brad. He's gonna do it every time. I know. That's right. Movies, 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 movies. Is that your catchphrase? Yes. I mean, we're gonna. Nobody's gonna listen anymore. When you come out with that ding dong shit, and then I just go movies, movies, movies. It's it's a it's a catchphrase. I foresee branded merchandise with quote "What's up, ding dongs?" printed on it. And then under that, a, a nice little side talks logo. I, I hope I'm manifesting this into existence, by the way, because even oh, if I'm Sam, the only person who would wear it, listen to your thumbs up. Um, I would I would wear a What's Up Ding Dongs t-shirt. I think several other listeners probably would. Uh, if you're interested, podcast sidewalkfest.com. Send us an email. Oh, I think we better um, set up a prepay for that shit. Hashtag we want we'll Ding Dong t-shirt. Um, in the subject line, and we will pay attention and, of course, tally those results. Uh, anyway, what's up, Ding Dongs? This is a uh, podcast about movies. My name is Corey Kraft. I am the uh, pro- I'm a programmer. I am Head a, Ding Dong. I am a programmer <laughs> and the chief Ding Dong uh, at Sidewalk. Uh, who, who the heck are you, co-host? I am Rachel Morgan. I'm, I don't want to be a part of this. I want to distance <laughs> myself from this narrative. We are here to talk about Movies. movies, 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 and ding dongs, apparently. And ding dongs. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Get ready for a five minute fight. Five minute round one fight. fight. Well, here we are. Are you ready? I'm ready for a five minute fight. He, look at him. He's so happy. I'm, I'm, I'm Podcast happy. listeners, look at him. He's so happy. He's smug. He thinks he's going to win this. He probably will, but I don't give a shit. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not here to make friends. I'm happy because we're about to discuss one of my favorite working filmmakers and um, (laughs) a real beloved guy who has made a lot of great movies. We are fighting today, and Brad, you can go ahead and start that timer, about David Fincher, the director of such beloved, albeit grimy, modern classics as Seven, Fight Club, uh, Zodiac, the Social Network, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl. Come on. It, okay. This is how this started. You yeah. said very provocatively on Slack, um, Chloe Cook, our executive director, asked if we'd ever fought David Fincher. And you said, I'll fight that hack. I that will. Hack, I will. Yes. That I, hack. Yes, that hack. Okay, here's my, here's my, no, here's my argument. He directed Zodiac. He's okay. not a hack. I don't like Zodiac. Dra- well, I don't like Zodiac. You're, well, okay, that's a here, different let situation. Me have a little, let me have a little bit of an argument here. Okay, and We're going to fight Zodiac later once I've had a chance to rewatch that thing, if I can watch, if I can get 10 minutes into it. It's amazing. His very first um, directorial credit is Rick Springfield, Bop Till You Drop, music video. So oh, I, yeah, just, well, directed, I win. Uh, I win. What? And then he goes on to direct a ton of music videos that are... I don't think anybody's probably even ever seen, and I've seen almost every music video ever made. Eddie Money, Endless Nights, great song, not a great video. I'm just going through his IMDb page now because I came unprepared. Didn't he direct the video for Vogue? He did, and I like Vogue okay, but I'm going to tell you right now, Paul Abdul, straight up, uh-huh. eh, just okay. But The question is, did he direct Cold Hearted Snake? Because if he did, that's just a copy of the, of the scene from Flashdance. Mm-hmm. And, oh, there it is, Cold Hearted, Cold Hearted Snake, Obviously, what you're his eyes. Listen, let me tell you something. That's okay. just that just copied Flash Dance. That's all it did. It's not good. Uh, um, okay, well, so and you're... then I'm just scrolling, scrolling, <laughs> scrolling more through all of these really not good music videos. And then there's the game, which isn't a good film. The game rules. No, it doesn't rule. It's fine. It's not great. Fight Club. Eh, we've already fought rules. about Fight Club. 
Panic Room, stupid. No, Panic Room. Only is thing good. good about it is a little boy, Kristen Stewart. Ugh. Um, let's see here. What else do we have? Oh, a Nine Inch Nails video. Who didn't direct one of those? Oh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button sucks. I love that movie. The Social as we've Network, established. stupid. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then what? Gone Girl hated it. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I I don't even know what to say. I mean, like, look. Uh, He obviously became very famous and prolific as a music video director, had a rocky start as a filmmaker with Alien 3, a movie that I Uh like better than David Fincher does. Okay. Uh, Seven, however, again, modern classic rules. I like Seven. Set the template for, I don't know, the 90s uh, crime movie thriller boom. I mean, like... Talk Agreed. about setting the temperature Agreed. for everything that followed it. I would argue that Fight Club does something similar. The social network certainly fucking does. He's he's innovative. He's influential. Oh, that's interesting. And, and, I mean, I don't even love his latest movie, Mank, but a guy who would make a feature-length film about minutia surrounding the authorship of Citizen Kane, I don't think you can levy the argument that he's a hack. He's obviously sure somebody who thinks very deeply about cinema. There are about plenty his, of hacks out there that think deeply oh about cinema. Oh, my God in heaven. Let me say. So we're splitting hairs he's, about the definition no, of hack. He's fine. He's fine in the 90s. He should have stayed in the 90s. In the 90s, he does his thing. All those films feel incredibly dated. They don't stand the test of time. And then we move into the 2000s, and it's time and to be done. And he makes arguably his be best done. films in Zodiac and The Social Network. Oh, the Social Network is just okay. <gasps> it's it's super traditional, and it's just fine. It's 30 minutes too long, and it's just right. You know what I do like? I do like the suit and tie music video. I think that one's good. That's a good, good music video. I like Justin. So you heard it here, folks. Uh, Rachel Morgan says suit and tie music video better than the social network. Definitely better than the social network. And they have something in common, Justin Timberlake. And Justin Timberlake's fine on the social network, too, but it's not his best work. It's just okay. <laughs> it's just okay. This is not a great director. Y'all, we we should we should demand better. Was he a great director of the 90s? We thought so. And then we got into the 2000s and we were like, eh, you know what? We, really- we did not do that. <laughs> we definitely did not. What? He's a person who has only gotten like more acclaimed in the 2000s. I don't understand this line of <laughs> argument. Oh, more. You like Gone Girl. I think it's very stupid it's and, I, and unlikable. And I just didn't even enjoy it. It bothered me. And I don't. I think Zodiac sucks. I. I what else can I say? You know? What indeed? I mean, come bring it. Like all you're saying is I like these movies, and all I'm saying is I don't like because them. they're good, they're intricate, they're so wonderfully crafted. You don't crafted. think he feels like a very dated director? Like you don't no. feel like the bulk of his work feels? I mean, obviously, I feel like the style he shows in Seven and the yeah. game has aged, but he has moved away from that style. I mean, like I don't, I don't think any of his movies are particularly austere. But once you get past Zodiac, he's obviously a more mature filmmaker who is. Not as concerned as being, you know, all flashy. Oh, so when you get mature, you make Gone Girl. Well, I mean, it's like you know, Tyler Perry Studios sense. level. Oh my god, that is. I, I'm bored. Yeah, I'm sure. bored. I really, sure. I mean, I really am bored with this argument because. Eh. Some of my favorite movies of the past fifteen years is what we're talking about. I don't, I don't really know what to say other than that. 
Like, I'm not even a you David know, Fincher it, bro. I'm not going to defend. It feels like he's trying so hard. And largely succeeding. No. I'm not, I can't even defend, like. When you have to try that hard. Girl with the dragon this. tattoo is just okay to me. Mank is just okay to me. He's not, like, a home run hitter every time he comes up to the bat. But when he fucking connects, he fucking connects. I mean, talk about a great filmmaker. Oh, God. I just we have so, we I think we want something different out of this medium. But don't take my word for it. Let's hear from Sam. Oh, I wonder who's gonna win. <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, he directed a ton of music videos to build up that resume, and then got to a point where he can do anything he wanted, and he did, and he does, and it all rules. Um, Zodiac rules. The game rules. Panic Room rules. Seven rules. Fight Club's okay. Social Network rules. Mindhunter rules. Um, Corey gets like a hundred thousand points, bonus points for the various noises and exclamations of pain throughout this debate, um, that he uttered. Um, but yeah, Corey is just flat out correct in this one. Um, David Fincher only gets more and more famous as his career goes on. Um, yeah, no contest. Corey wins by three million points. Actually, no, seven million points. Seven seven. million points. You heard it here first. Coming back next week, it'll be the all bro, nonstop bro (laughs) podcast from here forward. Where Corey just talks about bro movies and Sam just goes, You're right. You're so right, Corey. That's really where we are in the world right now. Noted bro movie, The Social Network. You're (laughs) right. Y'all know he's overrated. Hey, bros, you want to watch Gone Girl tonight? Mank, 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 (laughs) mank. I didn't see. Mank. I mean, if you don't think good, if you yeah. don't think Social Network is a bro movie, it's t- a total bro movie. It's about bro culture. <laughs> it's not a bro movie. Bros don't put the fucking Social Network yes, poster they up that, on their, their that, dorm room they walls. They absolutely it's do. The, it's the same people who go to Bonavere. Like it is. It's oh, the same. God. There, are bro, there are bros. That, no, I like Bonavere. You don't are get targeting me, me specifically, and you <laughs> know, Listen, like you I s- like Bonavere. Didn't we see I each just, other at that concert? I just <laughs> went to see him twice. I I traveled out of town, but I'm telling you that there is a particular kind of bro that goes to those fucking shows and they drive me crazy too they're like you know they're they're the ones that are nice enough to hold their girlfriend's purse but they're like yeah dude like i fucking relate to you dude this is the same people who watch these fincher films Everybody watches me. the Fincher films. They annoy me. everybody watches they watch everyone them. watches they like them, them and they love them also i feel no, like i know like what- <laughs> no i'm not the only person in the world who doesn't like these fucking movies sounds like it Oh, I wonder if that's a bro-ass thing to say. This is just fucking testosterone. Somebody help me. Outrageous. When are Danielle and Destiny Outrageous. getting here? Outrageous. Outrageous is right. It's, it's a fucking it's, You would turn this into it. a bro thing. David fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. Show me that smile and tell me that smile. Brad, will you please do that music here? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So I've got something for you. You're all ready? Right, all right. I'm ready. And this is just something on my phone. You know, this is that segment of the podcast where I show you something or you show me something, the visual medium that podcasting that's is. That's right. That's right. Are you ready for it? I'm Are you more ready? than ready. Actually, let's put some, some T-Swift in there, too. Are you ready for it? <laughs> what do you see on this screen? Do you want to hold the phone? Uh, that is uh, a countdown to the new <laughs> premiere the new season of f boy island uh i guess you got that is that some sort of email you got from hbo max reminding you that the show is about to return and as of this recording f boy island comes back in about six hours why don't you do a full countdown it's six it's oh there you go yeah six hours 44 minutes and 21 seconds and counting and counting yeah. Uh, and of course, we are all thrilled about the return of F Boy Island, a uh, show we've talked about surprisingly a lot on this podcast. Who's going to be the new Nasty Nando on Fuck Boy Island? That's the question. Who's going to take the place of Nasty Nando? I 
I don't understand Corey, that reference, unfortunately, but I'm sure it's meaningful. So excited when I opened my email and there was a live countdown <laughs> right there in the email. Um, right. Because some people are really holding on to the next six hours and some change to get to Fuckboy Island time. <laughs> One of those people is me. Um, so you've just had that on your phone all day, just like looking at I did not delete that email screen. thinking, I will show this countdown to Corey. Oh my God. Can't wait. So, okay. I've still never seen F Boy Island, but you talked about it a lot last year when mm-hmm, you watched mm-hmm. that show. Um, yep. And so the premise is sleazy. No, no, no. There's a whole thing. Okay. There's a whole thing. Okay. okay. So here's the deal. There's a bunch of nice young women on the show. Sure. Okay, young, attractive. Okay. Hot, if you will, according to, you know, bro culture, which you and Sam and Brad are very aware of. <laughs> God almighty. And I'm going to so jump th- off these, a roof. These attractive young woman, women are there and they're going on dates with uh, men and half of the men there are fuck boys and the other half are nice guys. And they, they, they're not revealing who they are. Even though if the show is called Fuck Boy Island and you're going on it, you're probably just a fuck boy. Yeah. But anyway, and so then it's all revealed, you know, are you a fuck boy or are you a nice guy after, you know, there's bartering of money and shit. So it's about half and half. Yes. Half fuck boys, half non fuck boys. And you get money if you, you win prizes if you fool them into thinking that you're not a fuck boy and you are. By just being decent. Like, (laughs) how do you do that? Like, I guess, I guess what I want to know, and maybe this is something we'll address in a future segment in a future episode that we're also Mm -hmm, recording mm -hmm. today proportionally speaking is the 50 50 split like better odds than you'd have just out in the world that is not a question for me yeah well maybe we can answer that in the future episode like here, is, but do you think it's 75 percent fuck boys i think it's i think mm, i can't wait to hear this percentage from- i feel like if i'm getting an answer from you rachel morgan you're gonna say it's like a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. It's nine. I mean, you you called it. It's ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Yeah, in my opinion, men whose faces but, look you know, like lunch meat. But you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the that's your face either looks like lunch meat or you're a fuck boy or you're both. Oh, that's 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 a Venn diagram. <laughs> that's just a perfect circle. But I I feel like I'm gonna be vindicated here and. People are going to say I'm correct in a future episode. Anyway, that's what I had to share with you today. Not anything terribly exciting. Just another six hours to Fuckboy Island. Well, Corey. I'm thrilled on your behalf. It's, again, probably not a show I will ever I watch. Can't, I would love for you to go home and just tell Kathleen, hey, you know what we're doing tonight? We're going to watch Fuckboy Island. Just what open do you think? the door. Can you like, just tell me what Kathleen's face would do? Like, would she just close the door? No, I'm going to put on a tweed coat and smoke uh, from a pipe and I'll be like mother fuck boy islands returning on the television tonight uh, or something like that like Mike Pence just going to act like Mike Pence telling his wife about fuck boy island Ew. yeah I didn't enjoy that either for what it's worth well thank you so much for listening to this episode of the side talks podcast we're your own personal cinematic David Berkowitz and Barking Dog. <laughs> God, the energy is real weird on this episode. Um, it's just yeah, going to continue. That is right, so. Yeah, that, uh, that might be your best one so far. Thank it's, you. It's a really good Thank one. Thank you. Wait, y'all, y'all like that? I think your favorite so far was 420 and 69. Is this beating oh, that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, well, this is number two. Okay. I'd say this is number one because I'm no longer in ninth grade. <laughs> You aren't? No. Oh, then why do you still like David Fincher films? Wait, oh, Fuck off! 
Oh, we have people to thank. Yep. Revelator Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Batwell Studios. And you, our listeners. Uh, Thank you for putting up with us. Uh, Sidewalkfest.com or at SidewalkFilm on social media. You're going to want to check any and all of those places out for not only information of what we're showing at the cinema, and we're showing some cool stuff at the cinema, but the 24th annual Sidewalk Film Festival. We're announcing titles like a motherfucker. In fact, the full lineup might be out by the time you're listening to this, but I don't actually know that. So we'll just talk about what we've publicly released so far. Butterfly in the Sky, our opening night feature, uh, a wonderful documentary called Miha, um, which we're showing at some point prominently in a big theater. Um, Yeah. what? Oh God, my my brain is Go going to blank. Sidewalkfest.com. Sidewalkfest.com is where you, you can see, see what we've announced. Suckers. That's right. And follow us on social media too, because that's when you'll know for things first. And you're going to want to get those passes uh, ASAP because prices just keep going up as we get closer to the festival. So save some cash. Get those passes now. That website again is sidewalkfest.com, and I'll stop talking about it now. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words. Our expertise.